Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast. What snakes they are. Those who are supposed to be confidants of Joe Biden, they are now quietly selling him out as if they're somehow defending him. But they're not defending him. They're selling this guy out. Snakes inside the White House and, of course, liars inside the White House. Joe Biden is now being exposed and the mainstream media is even exposing him as a liar when it comes to this classified documents case that he literally pushed out a load of bullcorn on the American people. But why would the mainstream media actually start to attack Joe Biden? Because as I mentioned, as I continue to believe, this is the continuation of Operation Oust Joe Biden. They want him gone. But the way they get him gone They've got to get him through this primary season first so then the Democrat Party can pick who they want. And, of course, Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom leading that list. We're going to go through some of the Hillary Clinton, uh, James Carville, selling Joe Biden out as all part of their plot to get Michelle Obama in. And then I'll show you CNN, even fact-checking Joe Biden, a shocker. I know, but that's what happens when you have a dementia patient in the White House. All of this, of course, is brought to you by Midas Gold Group. Our good friends over at Midas Gold Group are veteran-owned. I urge you to pay them a visit. MidasGoldGroup.com, they are doing it right when it comes to helping people secure and even more than that, protect their financial future. MidasGoldGroup.com. All right, let's get the show started, folks. Here we go. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks, it is great to be with you. GrantStenchfield.com, GrantStenchfield.com. That's the website. You can get uh, all the podcast episodes there and uh, as well as all the links to subscribe and and all of those things. So very, very important website uh, on that front. Now, Hillary Clinton admits that she knows it's a problem, Joe's age, She says she talks to people in the White House. They know it's a problem. A legitimate issue, she calls it. So what are the Democrats going to do about it? Well, I think the Democrats are probably going to kick him out. But I think it is stunning that just last week you had Joe Biden coming down the steps of Air Force One, surrounded by the Obamas and Clintons. And now here's Hillary on MSNBC selling Joe Biden out. I mean, do you all have, of the above. All yeah. of the above. I mean, I, you know, I talk to people in the White House all the time, yeah. and, you know, they know it's an issue. But as I like to say, look, it's a legitimate issue. It's a legitimate issue for Trump, who's only three years younger, right? Uh, I don't think so. It's not a legitimate issue for Trump because Trump is sharp as a tack. Even the way President Trump walks, you can see the difference. He's got a skip in his step. Uh, you see the way he plays golf. He plays golf better than most 40-year-olds play golf. Don't give me this. But the fact that Hillary Clinton just declared that Biden's age is a legitimate issue. People in the White House know it's a legitimate issue. This is starting the process of getting Joe Biden out of the way. So it's an issue. Once you say that, then you have to also talk about what's at stake in the election. And I'm for Joe Biden for reelection on the merits because I think he's done a really good job as president. So I think he should continue to get out and campaign. He's been campaigning pretty vigorously across the country. Campaigning vigorously across the country. The guy's been on vacation for like two thirds of his, two thirds of his presidency. 
Something like that. I don't know what the number is, but it's hundreds and hundreds of days on vacation. He should get out in front. All he is is a gaff machine. And because he's really doing a great job as president, what has he done that's good, Hillary Clinton? I wish Alex Wagner, the MSNBC host, would have said, Madam Secretary, can you name me one of Joe Biden's accomplishments? Because there are none, folks. The gaffed uh, Afghanistan debacle, getting out of Afghanistan was, was just an absolute disaster. The border is a disaster. The economy, they try to tell you that it, it's going great, but uh, you see what inflation is doing. All these are bogus numbers. The, this idea that there are more jobs, this is all still coming back from COVID. So what what has he do, done great, Hillary Clinton? Please explain it. You know, and he actually does events where he's interacting with people, yeah. unlike Trump, who stands on a stage and, you know, uh, goes on and on for, you know, 90 minutes. Uh, you know, Biden's taking questions. He's talking to people. And Biden's taking questions. Talking about what world is she living in? Is his events outside an ice cream parlor? Because Joe Biden does that. And President Trump only talks on a stage. President Trump engages with everybody he passes by. You watch him get out of his motorcade. And he's talking to people, shaking hands, giving kids hugs, you name it. President Trump is the people's candidate. There is no doubt about it. The, the reaction that President Trump has when he shows up compared to Joe Biden, everybody's wondering if he's going to trip and fall. It's not from the world. media. Well, but that's okay. And, you know, it's okay. I'm sorry, Alex. It's okay. We'll, we respectfully disagree. Neither is Trump. I mean, you know, neither one of them are going. They, they at this point in the campaign, are trying to, you know, communicate with as many people yeah. as possible. I think Biden also should lean in to the fact that he's experienced. And that experience is not just in the political arena. It's like the stuff of, you know, human experience. Yeah, character. Character. Wisdom. Character. I think he should be willing to really hold that out. Say, you know, how do you pull together a coalition to stand against Russian aggression? All right, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. He should lean into his experience. He's a bumbling buffoon. You have some of the most seasoned Democrat politicians in history saying that every foreign policy decision he made was wrong and continues to make is wrong. Uh, character, have you seen the corruption allegations against Joe Biden? Just the sheer fact of sending his son Hunter out to meet with the most nefarious, the most dangerous, the most violent men on earth in China, in Russia, in Ukraine. Uh, that alone is not what a father does who has any character, especially a drug-addicted son you're sending into the hands of, of these vipers. And then, of course, using him as a bag man. The Biden family has enriched themselves over their name. And you're going to come out and claim that character is what it's all about? So that's Hillary Clinton. That claiming it's a legitimate issue, this age, she's setting it up. She's setting it up for the ouster of Joe Biden. And she defends him. But her defense of him is horrible, as we just saw. This is all about starting the process. Um, what about James Carville? James Carville is a huge confidant of the Clintons, the Bidens, the Obamas, you name it. Well, he was asked about Joe Biden. Now, remember, the Super Bowl, all right? So the Super Bowl is yesterday. Joe Biden had an opportunity to spend, I don't know, depending on who you ask, anywhere between five and 25 minutes for a sit-down interview 
with CBS News, and he declined. This is the biggest audience you're going to have because you're certainly not going to get an audience at any of your rallies. So he declines it. Why? Because his staff is afraid that he's going to look like a bumbling idiot. James Carville now even calls Joe Biden out on this. This is supposed to be a surrogate that's supposed to defend you at all costs, explain the reasons why you're not going out there. Instead, he throws Joe Biden under the bus, which is more evidence that they want Joe Biden out of the way. Do you put him out more? Do you put him out less? How the hell do you handle this? Well, when you don't accept the Super Bowl interview, you're about, I don't know, pulling averages, you're three points down in a two-way. Uh, it's the biggest television audience, not even close. And you get a chance to do a 20, 25-minute interview on that day, and you don't do it, that's a kind of sign that the staff or yourself doesn't have much confidence in you. There's no other way to read this. No, there's not. And and it is the staff doesn't have confidence. I'm not sure Joe Biden even knows whether or not he's president or not. You know, you look at the special counsel's report. It was very damning to Joe Biden uh, on the aspect of his mental competence, which is what this has sparked all of this and this podcast and the Operation House Joe Biden. We know that. But during those interviews, Joe Biden didn't even know he was president. He didn't know when he was vice president. And he's not going to do debates. He is old. I, I, I know what it is because I'm almost as old as he is. And it's never going to get better. You never, you know, the, the, today is the youngest you'll ever be for the rest of your life. Now, they have made the ch- choice that they want to go through with this. Uh I know Democrats myself being one, fundraisers, donors, you know, door knockers, flushers, volunteers, the whole democratic infrastructure of the country, we need to be told, okay, this is what the president's going to do. This is what he's not going to do to try to work around whatever it is. But I thought the Super Bowl interview was telling. I also thought. So there you have it. James Carville saying, hey, listen. You're going to hide him in the basement again. We need to know you're going to hide him in the basement so we can make plans around that. Here is what will happen, folks. I don't see Joe Biden being the nominee. I really don't, especially after that last week. Last week was the worst week for Joe Biden since the Afghanistan withdrawal. There was no doubt in my mind about that. It was an absolute disaster from telling people he's talking to Francois Mitterrand earlier in the week. Viteron died in 96. Then you had the special counsel report. Then he gets marched out and he confuses Egypt and Mexico. It's just bad news all the way around for Joe Biden. So what happens here? Well, this is why they want to keep him in the basement. I promise you. This is why. Listen, look, watch. I, uh, um... Anyway, and I don't want to, I don't want to, well, maybe choose my words. I was just thinking, uh, uh, anyway, I I just, look, I mean, Putin's kleptocracy, yeah, it was in February, February, uh, January after being elected. 
for late January, early February. It's painful. He said, uh, it's not, we need, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what that you can do, the drivers. Folks, it is painful to watch that president, man who calls himself president, get out there in front and just lose it. He doesn't know where he is. He can't formulate a thought. Quite frankly, it's elder abuse to put him up in front of anybody when he is not with it. They say that they give him Adderall. He needs a lot more than Adderall to get through the day. Uh, Very, very sad. Here's how bad it is for him, though. The mainstream media is turning on him because the mainstream media operating with the deep state now wants to push him out. And so what do they do to push him out? Well, I'm going to show you exactly what they do, including fact-checking him from his speech about all the lies he told about the classified documents. We'll go through that in just a moment. But I want to tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD, MidasGoldGroup.com. Look, they are veteran-owned. They know what you need when it comes to a portfolio protection maneuver. There's a lot of chaos in the world right now. This whole thing with the president is clearly chaos. Uh, Overseas, you've got the possibility of World War III. You've got a war on cash going on. The value of the dollar is going down. China is buying up gold. If you don't have some gold, you are getting left behind. It is a portfolio protection maneuver. It is a commodity that has stood the test of time to protect you during times of financial chaos. I urge you to give my friends at Midas Gold Group a call. Talk to them about what is right for you as far as an investment goes. I trust them. So many of my listeners and viewers have used Midas Gold Group and all talk about great things with Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com. All right, so I told you the mainstream media is turning on Joe Biden. Just watch this. This is not a new problem for the White House and for the Biden campaign. There have been long-standing mounting questions about his age and mental sharpness. And so this only adds to those concerns. And that is why you are seeing so much damage control. That is why the president insisted that he could have the opportunity to take questions and address this head on. At the same time, though, Catherine, another issue might be how willing they are to acknowledge that Americans feel this way and have concerns about his age and cognitive uh, state. So the fact that they are covering this, you would normally say is amazing. The fact that they are covering anything that is damning to Joe Biden, you would say shocking because the mainstream media covers for Democrats. But this is all part of the Democrat plan. As this continues to be rolled out, and you will see this be rolled out, he'll win all these primary battles because there's nobody else really running against him in in any of these things. So he's going to win the primary battles. That will allow the Democrat Party then to get the party chairs, the state chairs, some of the county chairs, uh, the delegates together, and, and the executive committee will then choose a candidate. And then they will bring that back to the delegates to see who they want to run instead of Joe Biden when Joe Biden ultimately says for the good of the country, he is going to step down. Now, I told you the other part of this is, of course, the classified document scandal. So, yes, there was the situation with the cognitive disability of Joe Biden, that he just can't remember anything. But there's also the issue of the classified documents. 
The special prosecutor found he willfully retained classified documents. Many of them were highly classified documents, no matter what Joe Biden wants to tell you. Uh, They were not locked up. Many of them were in his garage. Others were at uh, uh, University of Pennsylvania office. So everything he, he described around these classified documents was a lie. Why they didn't charge him is only because they were trying to give him a pass, as they always do, because it's a double standard versus Republicans versus Democrats. But they knew. They had to push him out. So instead of creating a legal debacle, much more powerful to push Joe Biden out is this idea that he has memory failure. But still, don't forget about these classified documents. This is CNN fact-checking Joe Biden. One thing that President Biden said is basically that he stored the documents in filing cabinets that could be locked. Let's listen. All the stuff that was in my home was in filing cabinets that were either locked or able to be locked. Daniel? Just just not true, John. Uh, this report from the special counsel includes photos. Those photos include shots of a box uh, just sitting in President Biden's Delaware garage. The special counsel described it as a badly damaged box sitting amid household detritus. So there was some material that was in cabinets uh, locked or lockable, as the president said, but all of it certainly not. And that open, unsealed damage box included, according to the special counsel, highly sensitive, top secret material about the war in Afghanistan. Okay, another claim. So those are the boxes that you just saw briefly. It took them long enough to put them up, right? But we've all seen this picture. I told you how you take care of your garage says a lot about a man. The guy is a disaster. He's a mess. He's disorganized. He's, he's like a nutty professor, Joe Biden is now. You look inside his garage, it, it's, it, there's just stuff everywhere. Who keeps a garage like that except a hoarder? Do you really want a hoarder in the White House? All right, CNN uh, fact-checked another claim. That President Biden made, none of the documents were highly classified. Let's listen. None of it was high classified. Didn't have any of that red stuff on it. You know what I mean? Around the corners? None of that. Daniel? That claim that he didn't have any material that was quote-unquote high classified is also not true, John. The special counsel's report says that the president possessed multiple highly classified documents that were indeed marked as being highly classified documents, including some marked as top secret slash SCI, sensitive compartmented information. That is a very high level of classification. For example, special counsel Her uh, discussed two top secret documents about Afghanistan found in that open unsealed damage box in the garage, one of which Her said contains highly sensitive info about military programs and another that contains info about sensitive intelligence and sources and methods. Now, it's not clear, John, if any of those Biden documents had those colored borders we saw on classified docs that former President Trump had, which I think is what President Biden was referring to uh, when he talked about red around the corners. But still, whatever coloring these documents had, the special counsel says they were clearly marked as highly classified. And then I should add, her also said that investigators' analysis of Biden's own handwritten notes from his time as vice president showed that these notebooks also contained highly classified info, though those were not marked. And her said a sampling of 37 excerpts found that, quote, eight are top secret with sensitive compartmented information, seven of which include information concerning human intelligence sources, plus six others that were top secret. All right, so that's a lot of very top secret. You talk about that SCI compartmentalized top secret information. 
most of this stuff should have been looked at, viewed at in a skiff, a secure location where the classified documents come in, you come in, you look at it, it's guarded, you leave, then the classified documents are packed back up and, and taken back to a secure location, not to the president's garage. And when you talk about human confidential sources that have now been put in danger, sitting in Joe Biden's garage, you don't know who was coming and going from there. Some of it I'm glad they found because I wouldn't be shocked if Hunter Biden had sold some of it to our enemies. I really wouldn't have. Well, CNN continues with the fact checking. Uh, and then the third claim that he made, Daniel, there was that he did not share classified information with a ghostwriter on a book he was working on. Listen to that. I did not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter? With my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. But the what special the, counsel said well, in the no, report he did not say that. Okay. Oh, he did not say that. So he's entitled to say he didn't do it. He can defend himself. But he also said the special counsel didn't say that he did share that classified info with the ghostwriter. Except, John, the special counsel did say that explicitly. Her wrote, quote, Mr. Biden shared information, including some classified information from those notebooks with his ghostwriter. So there it is in black and white. Now, her did elaborate that Biden shared classified info with the ghostwriter uh, by reading nearly verbatim from the notebooks on at least three occasions, including notes from meetings in the situation room. He did find that Biden, quote, at times tried to avoid sharing classified info, like by skipping over certain material as he was reading them to the ghostwriter. And her did write that the evidence does not show that Biden knew the info was classified. Nonetheless, even though the special counsel did clearly give him some material to defend himself with, this is not a factual defense. So he could cite the factual stuff, you know, her said, didn't know it was intentional, et cetera. But declaring the special counsel just did not say what he said, John, is not a factual defense. Well, this is what the Bidens do. It's what most Democrats do. They engage in lies, lies over and over again. And so we see that all too often. Now, the special counsel talking about Joe Biden reading to his ghostwriter let me remind you, the ghostwriter had recordings of all this stuff. Then the ghostwriter deleted those recordings while under a federal investigation. He admitted to deleting the recordings. The FBI was able to recover them, but that doesn't mean the damage hadn't been done. And Joe Biden not knowing he was reading classified information is the same as not knowing the speed limit's 55. It is not a defense. You share classified information, that is a felony. You go over 55 miles an hour when the speed limit is 55 miles an hour, that's a traffic infraction. It's, it's cut and dry. And yet the mainstream media protected Joe Biden left and right through all of this. So uh, you know who else tried to protect Joe Biden through all of this, of course, was uh, Secretary Mayorkas on the Sunday show. I want you to listen to his response and how he talked about Joe Biden and this report and, and defended him. Then made gratuitous, unnecessary, and inaccurate personal remarks, and those are improper. The most difficult part about a meeting with President Biden is preparing for it, because he is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused. Oh, he's sharp, detail-oriented, and focused. Secretary Mayorkas loves to lie to the American people. That's what he's doing there, again, because this does not seem sharp and focused. Uh, I, uh, for two reasons. One, 
It's an impact, an impact the decades are making because inaction was, uh, there was inaction the, uh, with, with the Department of, uh, uh, with, from, from, uh, uh, excuse me, from Charlotte, one, another line going from, in Florida, down to Tampa. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you, uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. The idea that, um, and, and, and Joan, Shengang, I'm going to pass by, Shanga, but, uh, there's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning, uh, this effort, uh, and, uh, I could watch that all day long but it is painful to watch. But Secretary Mayorkas wants to tell you he's sharp and the hardest thing to do is to prepare for a meeting with Joe Biden. Give me a break. Really, I mean, it, it just it just is not true. So should the 25th Amendment be implemented here, meaning the cabinet can remove Joe Biden because he's dangerous? I, I don't know why Republicans are pushing this. We just got to get through the next 11 months. Let And, and if God... Thank, we'll be thankful to God if he lets Joe Biden run against President Trump because President Trump will clean this guy's clock. President Trump's going to beat anybody, but he's especially going to beat Joe Biden if he makes it there. I don't think the Democrats are going to let him get there. Republicans, why are you trying to push him out? He's the easiest guy to beat. More than a dozen Republican lawmakers are now calling for the 25th Amendment to be invoked just to give our viewers a sense of what that means. It basically would mean the cabinet would have the authority to start the process of trying to remove the president if he or she is deemed incapable of serving. What is your reaction to those calls? Has that ever been discussed? Kristen, um, uh, I don't engage in politics. I'm responsible for governing. Oh, really governing? You, You have a disaster on the border. You don't engage in politics. That's all you do. Everything you say is a lie designed to protect people you either work for or lie to the American people to dupe them into thinking things are better off than they are. All you do is engage in politics. Do I dare continue with this asshole? Following the president's uh, uh, agenda, uh, which I scrupulously do, I have to tell you, uh, I have met with the president many, many times over the course of the past three years. I prepare intensely for those meetings. I follow up intensely from those meetings to make sure that I deliver the answers to the questions that he has posed. Give me a break, please. Follow up intensely with this guy. And uh, I want you to know that uh, I want to thank you as well for uh, with the nature not America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot. Look. Solid. It's bad, folks. It is real bad. We need President Trump. We need him fast. This November election cannot come soon enough. The world needs President Trump, not just America. The world needs him. We all do. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of Stinchfield. I'm so grateful 
that uh, you have tuned in today. Don't forget my website, grantstinchfield.com, grantstinchfield.com. Please sign up for the email list there. It's how I get in touch with you. God forbid I'm canceled everywhere. Facebook is starting to deny me now. Getter uh, has been great. Truth and Rumble have all been great as well. Uh, the main social media platforms, though, are hammering away at me. Everything I say, they're trying to censor. It's been a total battle. So sign up for that email list so I can stay in contact with you. GrantStinchfield.com. GrantStinchfield.com. Stinchfield's Army rolls. Thanks to all of you. We'll see you on the Real America's Voice show tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time.